Welcome, Shabbat Shalom, blessings to you in Yeshua's name. Let's make sure we're we're live. That's twice that's done that. I don't know what's going on here um, with our feed. But anyway, we are live. Hallelujah. It's preparation day. We're a few hours away from the Sabbath here in the land of Israel. And I wanted to take a moment uh, just for us to spend uh, time in the scriptures proclaiming his promises. For his promises are yes and amen. And we celebrate the victory we have in Yeshua. And uh, like I said, I hope you're doing well today. You know, we've got breaking news and stuff happening all around us right now. We've had two uh, UAVs um, coming into Israeli airspace in the north. It set off the sirens over the Galilee, plus the Iron Dome has intercepted them. Uh, so there's huge explosions that were heard, um, which has uh, got a lot of people concerned over what's happening. So that is um, breaking news right now. I'm not sure if one is coming in from Lebanon as well, if that's additional news or that's just cross wires with the two that came in from Syria. Anyway, we praise Yahovah for safety and protection here in the land. And we rejoice that we are found in Him. Tonight we're going to talk about what gaining Christ means, what gaining Messiah means. We're going to press into that for a second because we can get so caught up with what's going on around us, uh, even with the news, even with the events. You know, look, we, we live in this world, but, you know, there's a way that we are called to live and there's a way uh, that we are called to pursue Yehovah and all of the things that we do. So we're going to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, righteousness, stand upon the word of his promise and see the victory of Yehovah manifest within our lives because creation is waiting for the sons of Elohim to manifest. <laughs> you know, what does that mean to, to manifest, to, to be known that they will bring the goodness of Messiah to this generation. And as believers, are we looking at uh, gaining more of Messiah, understanding Messiah more? What are the key things that we're doing within our lives? That's what we're going to hit on. We've got uh, Esther with us from Australia. Good to see you. We, of course, it's very early in the morning uh, in America. We've got Jerry, who seems to be up all night. Good to see you, Jerry. Thanks for joining with us. If you are joining with us on uh, YouTube or Facebook Live uh, on one of the, the platforms. I encourage you just to write in the comments section where you're watching from. It's always good to see who is joining us live. But we understand that these early times we're broadcasting, it's hard for people to be on the live feed. So if you're joining later, welcome. You haven't missed anything. It's recorded. This word is here. And I hope it will be a blessing and encouragement to you. Also, if you're listening on podcast, welcome. Just remember, we are on Spotify. We're on uh, iTunes. Uh, look, we're on hundreds of platforms out there. The feeds are going all over the world. What a blessing it is that people can hear this message in many countries around the world. So if you are listening on podcasts from different countries, please email me, Kenny, at bulldozerfaith.com. It's always good to hear and get testimony from where you're tuning in from. Uh, we've got Al joining with us as well from New South Wales, Australia. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. All right, let's take this moment to pray. 
Father, we want to thank you for your word, for your word is so important to us. It gives us wisdom. It gives us understanding. Your word is alive. And we speak forth the life of your word, the life of your spirit within us, that we will be effective for your kingdom. We break the assignments of the enemy. We are not going to be those that shrink back, Father, but we will be those who will press in in the presence of Yehovah. And at this preparation day, Father, as we are getting ready to enter the Sabbath here in the land of Israel, for those who are in Australia and, and uh, parts of the world where they're already in the Sabbath, we bless you for the Sabbath. We bless you for this rest. It's so important that we can enter into your rest, knowing that with you all things are possible. And we don't need to be uh, people that have to be in control of everything and make everything happen. But what we want more than anything today, Father, is that we gain more of you. We want to gain more of you. We want... Uh, the fragrance and knowledge of you to come forth from every part of our being in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You know, we talk about the importance of the word, but it's very interesting. And, you know, as I've prayed with many people and counseled people over uh, the decades, <laughs> how old am I? Yeah, isn't it amazing how old we get? You know, what happens to us? We just, you know wake up one day and we're, we're old, you know. But one thing I've discovered is that when people go through tough times, the very first thing they stop doing is reading the Word. It's almost like they get tired, exhausted, and they can't focus, and they can't, you know, get their attention onto the Word. And I want to encourage you, if you're in that place, even in weakness, even when you feel like, you know, you're just not strong, you know, uh, when I've been recovering from operations or, or different uh, health events, if I find myself in a place where I can't get the Word before me and physically read it, I get my cell phone and I play the Word. And I have the Word coming out over me, washing me, the importance of the Word of Yehovah. And I love what it says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. And I encourage you uh, just to, to, to look at that scripture. It says, Let the Word of Messiah dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let the word of Messiah dwell in you richly in all wisdom. So if you're in that place of weakness right now, you're struggling, you, you're really, you know, going through things. You might not be going through, you know, uh, a physical sickness. You might just be so exhausted because of the battle and it's hard to concentrate on the word. And, you know, just a couple of months ago, I was feeling just like I had all the symptoms of COVID without COVID. And I'm like, why am I so drained? What's going on? I was having heart issues and everything. And in the midst of that, I spent so much time just with the audio word, just washing over me. I'm like, Father, even though I can't concentrate to read the words on the page, I want your word to wash over me. Let your word wash over me. And as we spend time in these devotions, this is the, the focus of what we want to do. We want to bring forth that edification, that encouragement as we come together in the presence of Yehovah, that his word 
will wash over us, that Messiah will dwell in us richly in all wisdom. And you know, what does that mean, wisdom? It means we understand where we are at and why. So what does gaining Messiah mean? Uh, you know, that's the title of our, our, our message today. Gaining Messiah is coming to that place where we see the wisdom of Yeshua dwelling within us. If we lack wisdom, it says in James 1, ask Elohim and he will give to all generously without finding fault. Why? Every one of us needs the wisdom of Yehovah. You cannot function in your relationship with Yeshua without the wisdom of Yehovah. In uh, Colossians 3, 16, it goes on, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to Elohim. Hallelujah. So surround, you know, surround yourself with the, the word of Yehovah, with the glory of Yehovah. Let his word penetrate into every aspect of your life. You know, gaining Messiah. How do we gain him? We want to gain more of him. We want to see the victory of who he is within our lives. Hallelujah. We have got to get to that place where, you know, we are rising early. You know, what's one of the things that uh, I was thinking about as I was meditating, I was thinking about, uh, you know, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, and, you know, we'll read that in a second, but, you know, Matthew chapter 4 talks about it, where Yeshua, he says, man shall not live on bread alone. And, you know, uh, you, you picture that time of Yeshua when he is uh, with the, the Samaritan woman at the well, and the disciples are off trying to get food and are coming back. You know, has Yeshua, have you eaten? You know, you know, firstly, why are you talking to a woman? Secondly, have you eaten? And he says, and I have a food that you know nothing about. You know, you're so focused on what food you can get and making sure you've got food. But I have a food you don't know anything about. And what is that food? That we will not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds through the mouth of Elohim. And, you know, the question is, what's the word of Elohim for you today? What word are you standing on today? Find a time within your day to stand upon the word and think about that throughout that day. Think, meditate on the word. Let the word of Yehovah be your strength. Hallelujah. Um, going back to that scripture, I'm just trying to think where it is. I think I, I put a reference up here so that I could... Uh, uh, get to um, Deuteronomy. No, maybe I haven't got that there. Hold on. Um, let's just bring that up because, you know, I think it's important. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let's just turn there. Thank you, Father, for your word. And, you know, it, it's... Uh, what verse are we looking at? Uh, verse... Uh, yeah, verse 6, observe the commands of Yehovah your Elohim, walk in his ways um, and revere him. For Yehovah your Elohim is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs that flow in the valley, a land with wheat and barley, vines and figs and pomegranates and olives, uh, a land where bread will not be scarce, 
and you will lack nothing, a land where um, rocks and iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. Um, I'm trying to find the right verse. Okay, verse 10. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise Jehovah your Elohim for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget Jehovah your Elohim, failing to observe his commandments and his laws and his decrees. Right, where is it? Oh, verse 3. If you go back to verse 3, it says, He humbled you, causing you to hunger. That's the verse I was looking for. The second section we just read is so important because there's a process where the Father takes us. He wants us to enter into the land, into the fullness. And, you know, I don't want to talk about replacement, you know, from uh, some uh, kingdom replacement teaching where we look at the scripture and it's just all about the kingdom. No, there's a literal land too. There's a place of blessing in this physical earth the Father has taken us to. You know, I was talking with a sister the other day. And she was talking about, you know, there's a day coming when she knows she will dwell in the land. And she's talking about the physical land being in that place. It's part of our inheritance, part of our promise. He humbled you, causing you to hunger, then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known, uh, to teach you that man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of Yahovah. Every word. Man doesn't live on bread alone, but, you know, we have to have the bread of life, the word of Yahovah. And that's one of the things that I want us to, you know, capture, you know, that, you know, the Father's going to give us the land. He's going to give us the provision. And what is it about Gaining Messiah, um, you know, gaining the promises of Yahovah, standing upon his word, seeing the victory from right where you are, no matter what you're going through. Do you have the word of Yahovah in the midst of anything? It doesn't matter what it is. Do you have the word of Yahovah? And if we can get to that place where we recognize how important it is that we are, uh, you know, identifying what is the word, what is the word of Yahovah? And when we talked, you know, from that scripture there in uh, Matthew we talked about man doesn't live on bread alone. You know, what is it about that scripture, Matthew 4, 4? What do we see? We see that importance. Are we going to get up early in the morning and seek first the kingdom? What was the example Yeshua left for us? You know, his disciples would get up and they're like, where is he? You know? Well, you know, where's Yeshua? Well, he's already up in the place of prayer hours before the dawn breaks, before the, the morning sun rises. He's already in that place before the Father. And if that was important for Yeshua to inquire of the Father concerning the day ahead, what does it mean for us? I love more than anything being up early in the morning to seek first the kingdom of Yehovah. I don't want to be lying in bed. I want to be up before other people are up. I want to be in that place of listening. I want to be in that place of receiving. I want the love of Yehovah to expand within my life. I want the, the, the joy of what it truly means uh, to be in the scripture. I want it to be all around me. I, you know, I put my 
hope in the word of Yahovah. And, you know, we can put our hope in the word. We know that his word will bring forth life. I want to partake of the table of Yahovah. Psalm 23, he prepares a table before us in the midst of our enemies. So you might be trying to get out of a situation to say, well, you know, if I could just be in this environment, then doing the Sabbath would be so much easier. Uh, if I was in this environment, then getting up early would be so much easier. And, you know, we've got to make those choices and identify, are we setting ourselves aside in the presence of Yahovah, and how important is it to set ourselves aside in the presence of Yahovah? It's vital. And dealing with gaining Messiah, what does it mean? It means that we are going from glory to glory. It means that we are experiencing the purification of the word of Yahovah, of the life of Messiah within us. You know, if you're dealing with sickness physically, what do we do? Well, what should we do? We should juice. We should do everything natural that's good for us to get the good nourishment within us. And your immune system will build you up and will bring restoration and bring healing and wholeness to your physical bodies. But you know, what happens when we partake of the food of heaven? What happens when we spend time in the word of Yehovah, when the word becomes our life, when being in the presence of Yehovah is more important than anything within our life? What happens? We get into that place where the fragrance and knowledge of Messiah can increase. It can grow within our lives in a powerful way. We are walking in the light. And when we are in the light, we see the victory of the light. It says in 1 John 1, 7, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Yeshua, his son, cleanses us from every sin. If we confess our sins, and he were talking about cleansing, how are we cleansing our bodies? How are we cleansing who we are? We're walking in the light. You know, we understand the blood of Yeshua, what it's done for us. We're confessing our sins. What does it say? He's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. I want to uh, just turn in my physical Bible to that portion of Scripture there. Uh, because, uh, you know, one of the very first verses uh, I memorized... Um, it was, uh, where are we at here? Okay, hold on one second. Okay, it's First John chapter 5, verse 11. And this is the testimony. Elohim has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son has of Elohim does not have life. It's our assurance 
of our salvation. You know, what's our testimony? If we have the Son, you know, what did we read in the, in the verses uh, or chapters before at the beginning of 1 John? That's 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. But at the, at the beginning of 1 John, walk in the light. He's in the light. Understand the importance of forgiveness, being forgiven, but also coming before the Father and identifying that we need to keep short accounts before the Father. You know, if we are not forgiving and being forgiven, how can we be whole? How can we be restored? We're going to make wrong choices. We might have said the wrong thing to someone. We might have had good intentions, but it's come across wrong. Then Father, we, you know, forgive us. We want to be those that edify and build and empower others in the presence of Yehovah. We stand upon his promises. His promises are yes and amen. So dealing with sin is important with how we are gaining Christ. When you're gaining Messiah, you know, what does it mean? It means to be forgiven. So, you know, if you're in a place of unforgiveness... If you're in a place where you are, uh, you know, you're, you're putting yourself above the forgiveness of Elohim, then you're going to be sick. And the Father says, you know, you've got, to, you've, you've got to surrender fully to him. And that brings me to my favorite verse that we have in Romans chapter 12. And, you know, th this is so important in dealing with the cleansing dealing with the detoxification of, you know, what it means to experience more of Messiah. My, my desire today is that we will gain more of him today, that this Sabbath, as we enter into Sabbath, this will be a day that we will mark and say, you know what, Father, that day was so significant. It brought transformation to my life. You know, last week we talked about being in the miry clay, you know, uh, Psalm 40. You know, and what does he do? He lifts me out of the miry clay. This is the power of the work of Yehovah within our life. He lifts us out. So in Romans 12, verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy. And here's the reality. You know, I wish gaining more of Messiah was what everyone wanted to do. And like I said at the beginning, it's identifying those places. Do you feel weak? Do you feel depressed, downcast, where you can't read the word? Then that's what we're here for. We're here to speak the word into your life to be an encouragement. But I encourage you to play the scriptures. Don't find yourself in a place where you feel weak. Uh, in your in 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 your body, where you're you're not before the word, you're not partaking of the word. It's okay to fast from the world system to gain more of Messiah. Hallelujah! So when it says in, in verse one of Romans twelve, I urge you, in view of Elohim's mercy, I urge you, and this should be your call to others. I urge you, get the word of Elohim before you. In view of Elohim's mercy, do you recognize the work of Yeshua? Do you truly want to gain more of Messiah in your life? And may we fan into flame the gifts that he has given us. May we be effective for his kingdom this day. Oh, soul, you may be downcast, but you will rise up in Yeshua's name. I'm going to gain more of Messiah. I'm going to walk in the fullness of who he is. So how do we do this? 
in view of his mercy, we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. Yeshua, you died for me, and I choose to live for you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice. This is a holy and pleasing event that's taking place before Elohim. It's our spiritual act of worship. Father, I recognize to gain you. It means that I'm going to have to let go of so much in this world and stress, anxiety, um, fear of the future. You've got to go in the presence of Elohim. It's okay to give your all for the purpose of seeing people in freedom, to seeing people in victory. The Father says, I'll meet you. I'll meet your needs. Don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world. Why? You know, and as we are in this pandemic season and everything that's happening around the world, you see what the governments are doing. What are they trying to do? They're trying to force conformity, their system into you. But we have this head start. We're already right down the road. You know, where are we? We're already in the place where we are renewing our mind and the spirit. So when we see the false comfort, uh, uh, conforming, when we see the, the, the false systems of this world, we look at it and we laugh. We say, no, 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 no. You are not going to control me. You are not going to lord it over me. I'm not going to conform to the patterns of this world because I recognize those patterns are evil. So I'm going to be transformed with the renewing of our minds. And, you know, here's something that's important. And, you know, I have to watch how much time I spend dealing with what's going on in the news. You know, just before this broadcast, I posted breaking news of things that's happening right here in Israel. And as I'm speaking to you, I've been hearing fighter jets and helicopters and all sorts of things flying all over the place here in the Galilee. As, uh, you know, these uh, unidentified drones coming in from the north. And, you know, we can be concerned about all of this. We want to report on it. We want to pray. We come against the assignment of these terrorists and you're not going to send drones loaded with bombs into our communities today in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. But, you know, we're in the area of renewing our minds. We, we can identify where we are and what's going on around us. But you want to have the greatest victory. You know, you want to be in a place so that when these huge events happen, and, you know, it might be small events right now. You know, but what when that great earthquake comes to Israel, when the volcano goes off near you or, or whatever natural types of disasters could happen within your areas, you know, when that storm comes rushing through, you know, are we a pillar within our communities, within our society, that people will be drawn to us to receive the mercy of Yahovah to receive Yeshua. And this is my desire that we are in our preparation. You know, we're not in prep for surviving a nuclear attack, but we're in the preparation of being filled, being restored, being equipped in the presence of Yehovah, gaining Messiah. Hallelujah. So we're not conforming to the patterns of the world, but we are being transformed. And this word transformed, you know, if we can get a hold of this, and maybe today it will sink in in a deeper way in your life and even in mine, transformed. I don't want to look the same. 
I don't want to be the same today as I was last week. I want to be renewed. I want my mind to be restored in your presence. The influences of this world, get out my mind. I want to be filled with the word of Yehovah. I want to be filled with the promises of Yehovah. Because the only thing I'm concerned about is manifesting the glory of Yeshua to this generation. And it says as you do this, you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So you'll never have to go to counsel and say, brother, please pray for me. I don't know God's will for my life. If we will take the time in his presence, look, you might not know the end from the beginning. Of course, we might not. But are you able to walk with what you have? Are you able to go forward with what's in your hand? And that's what's important. We've got to get to that place where we are experiencing the victory of Messiah. So where are we at here? You know, there's, there's so many, uh, you know, look, I think we're probably just going to talk on this over the next couple of days, um, you know, because I think it's important. You know, this morning I was um, pressing in on First uh, Thessalonians, uh, just letting that book uh, read over. It's quite interesting. You go through that beginning of the book. You're like, what's the point of this book? Where is he going? Greetings. I'm telling you to do stuff that you already, I know you already do this. And I'm like, well, why are you saying it? If you're already doing it, and I realize that, you know, in First Thessalonians, it's so encouraging to speak the word, even if it's something we're already doing, that we can have the yes and amen. And you might be listening to some of the things I'm saying here today, and you're like, yes, amen. You know, it doesn't have to be new. It can be just, you know, Father, thank you. I am walking right. I am doing what's right. You know, preaching, the edification of the word is not always about coming to get something new. It's coming to that place of agreement. And, you know, First Thessalonians 5.16, it talks about rejoicing. I always rejoice. Uh, 17, we're dealing with um, uh, the importance of prayer. Um, giving thanks in the 18, for it's the will of Elohim. We've got to give thanks. And then in verse 19 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, what's it talking about? Don't quench the spirit. Allow the fullness of the Ruach HaKodesh just to surround you, just to flow in and through your life. You know, what are we learning here? That we always rejoice. We're increasing in prayer and everything give thanks for this is the will of Elohim in Yeshua the Messiah for you. Hallelujah. We rejoice. We stand upon his promises. His promises are yes and amen. We choose to be filled with the Spirit. We choose to be in that place where we are empowered by his Spirit. We are being filled with the word of Yehovah. And just as I'm taking time today just to bring forth words, scriptures that's been an encouragement to my heart today, you know, take time, take a few minutes and send someone a word. Send someone an encouragement that will lift them up. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be someone that, that, that can teach or, do you know what? There's encouragement that the Father wants to come out of every one of us. 
oh, we are surrounded by <laughs> a cloud of witnesses, the testimony of what has gone before us. If that doesn't make you rise with a shout, a shout of Elohim, I don't know what will. And in this place of edification, you know, we come before the Father and we say, Father, am I gaining more of Messiah? Am I gaining more of him? Am I surrounded by your word? Am I filled with your spirit? Do I have the joy of Yehovah? You know, um, do I understand the importance of prayer? You know, I, I really feel there's such a disconnect in the area of prayer. Everyone likes to, you know, pray for me for this. And, you know, but do we take time where we set ourselves aside and there's no other, there's no other purpose other than to pray? Father, we come into your presence to seek your face. We come to lay our lives before you. We come to inquire of you. We come because we want your will to be done. We want your kingdom to come within our lives, Father. And we give time before Yehovah to pray for the needs of others, for the brokenhearted. We, we deal with sin so that we can be purified in his presence. We are cleansing ourselves in the presence of Yehovah. And what a joy. You know, this is something we should do on a daily basis. But especially when it comes to the Sabbath, when we're coming in preparation and coming into that Sabbath rest, it's so vitally important that we are in that place where we are identifying, is there areas in my life, Father, that I need to deal with? <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. There's areas in all of our lives. You know, when we make that prayer before the Father, you know, let's get off our religious high horse. Every one of us have things that we have to deal with. And, you know, that's how it's meant to be. It's not a, f a sign of defeat. You know, being real, you, you know, I was just thinking, uh, you know, as I'm, I'm saying this, it just reminds me of uh, uh, a brother that was going through uh, sickness. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't talk to me uh, in, a, in a certain part of that sickness. And what he was offended at is that... He only wanted to hear the words of faith that God is going to heal him, but he didn't want to take the actions of doing what is right for the restoration of his body. And I said to him, I said, listen, it's good to stand in prayer, and I'm praying for your healing. But, you know, you still have time to change your lifestyle in the physical to, to say, well, you know, these are things that I can do. When I had liver disease, I didn't just pray, <coughs> God healed me of liver disease. I said, what action do I need to take? And he told me about detoxing and what to do and, uh, and the process. And that's what I carried out. And I, I went from needing a liver transplant to be fully uh, transformed and restored within five months. Hallelujah. So what's the answer and how we deal with areas within our lives. When we come before Him, Father, it's the stuff in my life I need to deal with. What do I need to do? What's my weaknesses? How do I deal with my 
weaknesses. I, when I tell you, you know, one of my weaknesses, let me share with you. You know, I'm a, I love to socialize with others and I love to meet around food. I love to eat. I love to cook. I love to stir up uh, some curries or uh, different types of food. And, you know, sometimes it affects me in my weight and I've got to get those things under control and make sure they're right. And, you know, some seasons I'll just go into times of fasting as well and say, you know what, it's not that food is bad. I just love food. <laughs> it reminded me of the day when uh, I was 18 years old, uh, working on the streets of London, ministering, seeing signs and wonders and miracles. And through all of that, I smoked. And uh, I loved cigarettes, <laughs> you know. I was a runner as well. I could run for you know, miles. I could run for 20 miles or whatever. Uh, and I smoked. I loved to smoke. And I remember the Holy Spirit said to me one day, you know, think how I use you while you smoke. Think how I could use you if you give up smoking. And I thought, you know, you know, Father, I'm actually enjoying how uh, you use me <laughs> while I smoke. So I think I'll just keep smoking. But then I realized the message was far bigger than that behind the scenes. The father's saying, do you want to, you know, do you want to be controlled by uh, a weed? <laughs> do you know, by a plant? Or do you want to be more controlled in my presence? And this is what we want to experience. We want to experience what it truly means to gain more of Messiah. So we all have things to deal with in our life. What do you have to deal with? What's the Father saying to you? It's okay. Take it before Him and say, Father, help me. What's my areas of weakness? How can they be strengthened? Deliver me from sin so that I can hit the mark, that I can accomplish what you have for me. All right. Well, look, you know, we're going to talk more on this tomorrow. We're just going to lay this foundation right now, but we're going to share a little bit more on this tomorrow because this is uh, this is a blessing right now. And I hope that this word has been an encouragement to you today. And uh, we'll talk more about gaining Messiah and the increase in gaining Messiah tomorrow. Father, thank you for your Shabbat. Thank you for your rest. Thank you for your glory that surrounds us. And we just thank you that this is the day of victory, that we can experience your goodness. And we are in expectation for what you're going to do within our lives today. May your name be glorified. I thank you for every person that's listening, for those who are watching, that you will bring blessing into their lives and that this will be a day of great increase in Yeshua's name, that we can possess the land. We can see the increase of Yehovah, the provision of Yehovah, the blessings of Yehovah, that they will be richly uh, within our lives in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Well, blessings. If this word has been an encouragement to you and you want to send a testimony, email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. would love to hear from you. Also, if you want to support the ministry and the work that we do, you know, we are uh, viewer-funded with the things that we do. You can make a donation at bulldozerfaith.com. We appreciate you standing with us. Until tomorrow, Shabbat Shalom.